Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do. Now it's Texans All Access. Hello, Texans, and welcome to the program that very often takes you inside NRG Stadium, but not for the last few weeks because we've all been staying at home. And by all of us, I mean most of us uh, who work in the media, right? A lot of people are home. I think most of the people are, even on TV, but there are some people in control rooms around town. And certainly for the Houston Texans, we are out of the building. That's an NFL rule. Everybody's out of their building. And there are a lot of questions about when they might get back. And I will do my best to address those this evening with my co-host, John Harris. Here's Johnny. What's going on, John? I like that. Here's Johnny. Very yeah, nice. You, you know, I thought about this the other day. This is a little frustrating because, you know, back in 2012, you know, I wanted to have like, the, you know, this cool nickname. I was like, man, you know, Johnny Football is kind of a good nickname. That's kind of. And then three <laughs> weeks into the A&M season, it's like, well, I guess that nickname's gone. Oh. That'll, that'll never happen. Uh, oh, yeah, that's too happen, bad. So. Did, did anybody yeah. ever call Johnny Unitas Johnny Football? I, mean, I don't think did so. Did that happen back then? I don't the think so. The first that I remember of anybody being, you know, Johnny or Donnie or was, was Donnie Baseball was Don Mattingly. Mm, yeah, Don Donnie Mattingly Baseball. was the first one I remember. Donnie Baseball. That's the first one I remember. We had a guy. I played on a, a league team, a hoops league team in the Boston area once upon a time. And we had a guy whose nickname was Buckets. Buckets. <laughs> That's a good and Buckets was older than the rest of us, and, you know, his legs are like tree trunks, and it's yeah. like, give it to Buckets down low. And uh, my kid loves stories about that, like old-time old sports stuff. Old-time, meaning me. Old yeah. time. Anyway, old time. we got a lot to discuss tonight, Johnny. I know that I sent you the detailed show schematic for this evening, and by that I mean no, I didn't. But <laughs> – I know you'll be able to follow along. Very, I will try. I will very try. easily. Uh, just a couple of things here, though. Uh, I know I kind of went off on some things last night. I got a little reaction on Twitter about that. That's great. Good. Good. People are listening. That's yeah. what we really care about here. Uh, and we're all eager to get back to work. We're all eager to get back to where we normally do business. Uh, we have to get through this very serious situation. And. I don't know how we uh, get completely through it. I think we we might be able to manage it or do whatever we do with it. So let's hope for the uh, in a sporting contest for the very best that we can get back into football stadiums. Like we said last night, four months, less than four months now, we would be scheduled to start the NFL preseason. Thought that schedule might come out today, by the way, but it did not. So uh, we'll wait for that maybe tomorrow or the next day, maybe not for a while. Maybe they're holding back because they don't want to put games out there and then have to pull them back if it comes to that. Because the actual regular season schedule, which would be out around now or early next week at the latest, because the draft is next week, uh, that's going to be held back till May. So let's just hope that everything works out. We get to play these games coming up. And I know you feel the same. Yeah, and obviously the the one thing, and I I would like to think this goes without saying, but you just never know who tunes in and hears one of us say something about the 2020 season. Well, we don't even know if they're going to play. We we have couched every comment that we have made about the 2020 offseason, preseason, regular season, postseason, Super Bowl, whatever. We've couched it with, we just don't know what's going to happen. So that you would think it goes without saying, but when somebody flips on the radio or – flips it on uh, the audio and just goes, wait a second. Well, th- listen, we understand that part of it, and we hope we can get back and get back to, to whatever our uh, our lives and routines will be at that particular point. But I will tell you that I, I could I could use some football. I flipped on Florida LSU a little while ago Ooh. just to have it on, just like, oh, okay, this feels good. This Isn't feels it good. funny when you watch things like anything where people are close together or gathered together, even a Netflix show, and it's like, oh my gosh, dinner mm-hmm. party, and it's not <laughs> Dak Prescott's house. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, they're people together. Uh, that's so strange looking, or a crowd shot or scene, it, and never mind a sporting event where you see yeah. the real deal here. We're so used to it now. We're weeks into this thing, and it just seems so foreign to us to have gatherings of people. You know, I think about that a lot, and not not just about this situation, but it's it's just whatever is prevalent at that particular time. Like, I I just I think about it's a lot of times like what I'm doing at that particular moment. Like the, like when we get into a season, and maybe this is just because I've 
coached and been around football and or, or in different sports and they change by the season. But sometimes I get into a particular like the 2019 season. And I'm like, man, what even happened in 2018? It seems like <laughs> eons ago, you know. Yeah. I, and so right yeah. now it's like this: my house. This is all that I've seen. Like this and Kroger and HEB, and that's pretty yeah. much it. And I I try to I try to think about man, what does our studio look like? How's oh, our yeah. studio doing right now? What's going on? Oh, that's right across the locker room. Man, what's the locker room like? Well, you know, what's what's going on in the building? And it was this man, what did I go in and do that? It was right before the county shut down basically essential personnel in the building. And I think it was the last day and I went in and shot a few telestrators with Tyler Marcotte and I that was after a few days Maybe it's oh, a yeah. week. It was like 10 days of having not been there. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what if this goes on for a while? What's this going to feel like when we get back in the building? Oh, I'm ready to throw a party to get back in the building. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I, it's, I don't know if it'll happen in waves or whatever, but I wanted to start here with the college football rumors about going to the spring, perhaps, if that became necessary. Because colleges, the college game has a little element that the NFL game doesn't have, and that would be – not only are the players not compensated, they do get the college scholarship, but campuses actually have to be operational in order to have mm-hmm. college football. It's not like right. you can have the campus closed and online education, but, oh, we will have college football. <laughs> it's not going to work that way, friends. So if the colleges won't open, and I don't know, what is your school district, by the way, do you know if they're uh, shutting it down for real? Or Fort Bend just told us today that they're they're done. They're done. They're going online really? the rest of the year. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I guess Meg Garner goes to she goes to the village school, which um, is not in HISD. I've not heard what the what HISD has done. Um, they have not made any final decisions for for the village school. But my I, I think we've been under this under the assumption that, yeah, it's it's probably going to be shut down for the rest of the year. It's going to be online learning for the rest of the year. The the good thing for my daughter being a, a, a senior She's taken a lot of IB uh, classes, and so she's had to have uh, gotten her work all done to submit it for IB credit and all that. So, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot like university in some sense. You know, when you're you know when you're in college and you know you're taking a class that doesn't have an exam, but you just got have to get all you know your project done or whatever you're working yep. on for that particular class. So she's had a lot of that done. In fact, she just submitted all of her. Uh, submitted her portfolio for uh, IB art and portfolio is absolutely amazing. Um, so she's done that. So she's still going, you know, through daily the the homeschool and things like that. And by the way, I just I thought about this. If anybody needs any math help and they're not sure where to go, just hit me up on Twitter at your Harris Football. Oh and yeah, I can I can I like try this. and help you through as best I possibly can to help you and your kids get through math. Or I can even teach you and you can teach it to your kids. I can help you. Just let me know. But the new math, like when we were kids, uh, we had know, three new plus math. three is still and six. Yeah, that's true. I I guess so. I guess it is. But they have new ways of calculating things, so that's that's kind of interesting. Yeah, anyway, but Johnny, if the college football season were actually, and I don't think it'll go down like this, but you never know. Yeah, were actually to happen in the spring, I don't even know what to make of that because you'd start it off. The, according to reports, the thinking was February, which mm-hmm. would be a little chilly in various parts of the country. I mean, yeah. you're already playing in late November, early December, some spots. And, you know, bowls are by and large played in warm weather areas. But sometimes, you know, Yankee Stadium at the Pinstripe Bowl and things like that, colder yeah. weather bowls. But what do you think of spring college football if it came to that then you have the problem of quick turnaround for the actual fall season the next year but what are your thoughts well yeah that w- the first thing that came to mind is <laughs> i mean we're you know what 10 days away nine days away from the draft what do you do about the draft you know the nfl oh, that's draft. easy you move it back it's easy i mean you you end up treating the nfl draft sort of like the nba draft so you'll have two consecutive drafts yeah that are completely odd oh, but cool. that's I mean, that's, you know, so be it. Um, you, you deal with it. Um, but at that point, you know, what would be really interesting if they did that? And I'm thinking from an NFL perspective here, from a scouting perspective, see, let's say that the, the, the NFL finds a way to play its season and it goes off as normal and they play their final game in February. You're going to have head coaches, position coaches, GMs, 
everybody is going to be out on the road going to, going to college games that they end up yeah. doing it in the spring. I mean, yeah. they're going to be all over the place. I mean, it's going to make scouting very, very interesting for those particular periods. But but you're right. If they found a way to do it February, March, April, come up with some national championship, I I wouldn't be opposed to it. I mean, I don't want to lose college football. Yes, it butts up close to the following season. But you're talking about, you know, 18 to 22-year-olds. I think they'll be fine if they finish a season in April and then crank up another season uh, in August. She'll have to adjust the the workout program for the summer and all that, but I I think there's a I think there's a way that you could do it. Um and and I think I listen, any college football is better than no college football. Yeah. Uh, I'm total I'm totally in that corner. So if it's gotta move to February, if that's what the schools feel is necessary, then so be it. The one thing that I would be curious about is okay if that does happen, so they're making this significant change, mm-hmm. then what other changes does college football make? I saw a rumor today about, well, let's increase the the playoff to 16 teams, that there is a movement to do that, to go from four to 16. I'm like, well, okay, 16 is a bit much. But even if they just doubled it and went to eight, well, maybe this is the year to experiment with it. Why not? Everything else is different. Let's go to eight and see what ends up happening. Wait, is the 16 because of coronavirus or just because of whatever? No, I think it's just because of whatever. I don't know if the, yeah. if, if I think they're two separate ships passing in the night. Um, they just have, you know, relatable cargo, if you will. That That's the way I took it because I saw the note about, you know, what Chris Fowler was saying, moving into spring. But then I saw later on that there has been a push to – to change the college football playoff. Well, heck, if you're going to have a completely different, you're going to spring football, basically, then change up everything. Try experimenting with things. You know, change change a few rules and see if, you know, things, you know, see if things fly. I remember in 2000, I think it was 2006 or 2007, I can't remember, they messed with the clock rules. And they, they had these wacky clock rules to try and speed up the game. Well, that's one thing that college football needs to figure out. College football yep. needs to figure out how to play a game in three hours and ten minutes, yep. and no more than that. It I has agree. to do that, and maybe that maybe in spring football that's an opportunity to to kind of find a way to be able to do it to experiment with NFL clock rules, and maybe that's a way that you can get back. That's to, all you have to do. Yeah, if you're I mean, college yeah. football. That's so all why you have not? To do. So why not? I mean, that's that's some of the things that I think you can do. You don't have to make it pro football. It'll always be college football, always. Even if you change the clock rules and made them similar, but you you can you can experiment with some things if you're gonna if you're gonna move even if you don't move it I think there are some things you can change but if you do everything's sort of strange as it were so you know what let's fire away at some different things let's experiment and let's see what we can get done in this spring football and see if we see if we like it we'll go back to the fall I mean everybody just knows football is seemingly a fall sport but if you do move it to spring then why not let's see what happens. Uh, boy, you brought up a lot of stuff there. First of all, NFL clock, yes, I co-signed there for yes. college football. And it makes total sense in so many different ways because over the course of a se- season, I figured it out once, and I know other people have, how many additional plays you get per game in college football because of the way the clock is operated. Mm-hmm. And then you have, all right, so you have a 12-game season. It doesn't quite equal a 16-game season, but it's like another game or two that they get worth of plays. above and beyond the 12, based on the number of plays they're playing. Now, and and, uh, some people have told me, well, you want it to last. It's a big day. It's an event. It's great to be out there. Well, it is great to be out there. However, attendance is really lagging, okay? It's it's falling, and maybe you'd pick it up a little bit because it's becoming like the golf day, right? right? Playing golf takes three quarters of a day minimum, it feels like, and I think it's pretty much true. And I think if golf was 12 holes or something, you'd be able to get that in in three hours and maybe more people would play it because it's only going to take the afternoon. It's only going to take the morning. I could actually work the same day as I play golf. College football, I, I bear with me here. College football, if you could get it done in three hours, if it was a faster-paced game that way. Mm-hmm. Look, I know halftime has to be a certain length because of the bands. I get it. You can't have a 13-minute halftime like you do in the National Football League. But find a way to use that NFL clock get these games done faster. In college football, if your team's down two, three touchdowns, it means 
it's almost like the NBA if you're down 15 points, but you have 10 minutes left, so what? Yeah. You know, you have plenty yeah. of time. In Absolutely. college football, you have plenty of time to make a comeback. So I'd love to see the NFL clock in college football. As far as the 16-team playoff, as soon as they went to four, you knew mm-hmm. they opened Pandora's box. It's coming at some point. They're going to expand it again. It, once you open that lid, it is going to be on. They are going to want more and more teams in, and I'm not, I'm not opposed to that, really. I mean, the more the merrier, really. I just don't know if the conference championship games mean anything at that point. Right. And, or they just won't have the same intensity because right now they kind of serve as that hors d'oeuvre to the playoff more than their hors d'oeuvre sometimes it's a play-in game it's a mm-hmm. qualifier game uh for a team to get into the 14 playoff but for an eight team and i guess it would be the same thing with eight teams somebody could get knocked out losing a conference championship game that yeah. might be kind of cool eight teams still kind of keeps the intensity going you go to 16 and yeah, i think it. everybody's going to be able to write them down pretty much before the conference championship games yeah i mean i don't think you would get to a point where a team would basically coast through the championship game because they knew they were in the 16. But I've always felt with eight, go ahead. I mean, and again, and, and Dre and I, the three of us have had this conversation before, and, and I, I've agreed with Dre for a long time, and that is the powers that be do not want the non-Power 5 conferences in there. But you know what? They've shown that they can play with the big boys. But can they do it in a playoff setting? So make the six or five uh, champions of the Power 5 conferences – take two wild cards whatever they might be two wild cards can be from any conference and at least one of the three has to be from a non-power five conference take the best team I mean they do that now with the New Year's Day six games they take the best the highest ranked team from the non-power five and and that team gets invited and that team has done very well in bowl games now you know what invite them to invite them to the the big dance and see if you and if but the thing is, is if you're not going to do that, then just separate it, turn it into FBS, Power Five, FBS, next division. Oh, yeah. Have I, two champions if that's I what see, you're going to do. I, I I have the unpopular opinion of if you can't legit draw forty five thousand fans on a weekly basis in college football, you don't belong in big time college football. I'm sorry, you just don't. I know there the Vanderbilt people will come crying. I know a lot of people will, and I'm saying. You know, let's say the Cougs are one of those teams. Like, you know, they can't really draw that much. I'm not saying that they can't compete on the field because they can. And I'm not saying that they should be completely shut out. But there should be a super tier of college football. There just should, in my opinion. And this would make a whole lot of sense because a lot of these other schools, you don't draw that much. Unless you're in the SEC and they're carrying you financially, Vanderbilt, I'm calling you. Uh, unless you're in that conference or one of those and they're carrying you financially, but you're not drawing huge numbers. Uh, if you could draw huge numbers, you could sustain a level of financial uh, fiscal responsibility and feasibility to stay in the game. Otherwise, you really can't. And what? Do you, who are we kidding here? And I know people say, well, tradition and this and that. Tradition. You've already proven that tradition means nothing when you blow up the Big 12. Big, big 12, when the Big the S. How about the Southwest Conference? You yeah. know, Where did please. that go? We've already proven that tradition doesn't mean that much to us. The Longhorns and the Aggies don't play each other. That's all. I I rest my case. How does this happen? In fact, that's going to play us into our next segment because Mm -hmm. people have been having fun on Twitter with things you would love to see in Texas, sports, little tidbits here, games, matchups, situations, and uh, we'll go through some of those. I want to go through this. We went to the offenses in the AFC South. We didn't do the defenses, did we, last night? We didn't rate the defensive the defensive position groups in the AFC South. Let's do that also, time permitting here, as Texans All Access continues. Can't get enough Texans radio? We've got shows. We've got podcasts. We've got interviews. It's all on HoustonTexans.com. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this, and that player does that, and I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon, I made my choice. Chevron with Tecron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. 
Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Ashley Home Store is proud to call Houston home. Whether you're living in a midtown high-rise or you're moving into your forever home, we have the options you need and the prices you really want. Visit today and find stylish sofas, dining sets, and more, starting as low as $10 per month. Ashley Home Store has financing options made to fit any budget. Start designing your dream home today. We have 12 Houston area locations to serve you. Ashley Home Store. This is home. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans. Hey, it's Deshaun Watson, quarterback for your Houston Texans. Looking for the right energy plan for your home? When you sign up on the Reliant Texans plan, you'll score a free jersey. Yeah, my Texans jersey, so you can represent Houston all season long. You'll also get an invitation to a Texans autograph session. It's a win-win. Go with Reliant and bring the power home. Call 1-866-RELIANT or visit Reliant.com slash Texans. Reliant, the official energy provider of the Houston Texans. Restrictions, terms, and conditions apply. PUCT number 10007. It's a Texas tradition. Since 1946, Blue Ribbon has proudly served Texan families natural smoked bacon and natural casing sausages made from premium ingredients seasoned for Texas tastes. It's the preferred sausage and bacon of the Houston Texans. Blue Ribbon, it's a Texas tradition. Whether you're scoring touchdowns or touching your toes, you depend on your body, just like the pros do. At Houston Methodist, we treat you with the same expert care the Houston Texans have relied on from day one. From the starting lineup to starting a new exercise, your body is made to move, and we have the expertise to keep it that way. Houston Methodist is the official health care provider for the Houston Texans. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. The pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday mornings. Wait, no, that's bacon, and it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. March's Star of Courage winner presented by Apache is K-9 officer for SciFair ISD, Glenn Mayo. Mayo has served with the Houston Police Department for 27 years and during his time has won numerous life-saving awards. During Hurricane Harvey, he spent weeks rescuing people with the HPD dive team without taking a second to think about himself. He has truly dedicated his life to serving Houston and ensuring everyone's safety. The Houston Texans and Apache would like to congratulate him for being our March Star of Courage winner. Tiff's Treats is a proud partner of the Houston Texans. Tiff's Treats is the original warm cookie delivery company and now has 10 Houston area locations with more on the way. Tiff's Treats bakes to order and delivers fresh, ooey-gooey, melt-in-your-mouth cookies right to your door. Order for yourself as a gift for someone else or picks them up at any location. Download the new Tiff's Treats app and use coupon code TEXANS for a free Tiff Blitz frozen dessert on any delivery order. Valid through 1130 and on in-zone deliveries only. Hopkins is out. Cooks is in. And with seven draft picks remaining in the Texans' arsenal, another move could happen at any time. I would not be surprised if O'Brien makes another trade. And if they do, you'll hear about it here first. I don't think he's going to stand pat. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. This is J.J. Watt, and you're listening to Texans Radio. Turn down for what? I think that Bill O'Brien could make a move. I would not rule it out. Uh, I think he's right. I would not rule it out. I would definitely not rule it out. How could you rule it out at this point? And the draft is two weeks from Thursday, round one. Johnny, Andre, and I will be on the mic for that. Robert Hensley will be giving us the trade info. We'll go with our usual gang. And then Friday night, 
rounds two and three. I will announce that lineup tomorrow night on tomorrow night's program as we go the rest of the way, Johnny, and it's going to be mm-hmm. fun. John Harris will do every hour of our draft coverage. In fact, yep. he's doing all this other stuff online as well. And, uh, I, you know, I just I freely volunteer your time for these things because I, I just know you're not going to say no. I'm so, totally uh, fine with it. You know I'm fine with it. People ask me, will Johnny do um, Yes, yes, he will. In fact, <laughs> if I, the only way he's not going to do it is if I don't tell him about it. If I tell him about it, right. then he's going to do it. I mean, if I don't tell him about it, I've got a chance of him not doing it because, you know, I'm always worried about burnout with you, but it never seems to happen. No, not, especially so. not with the draft. I mean, come on now. I know, I know. This is, this is you all the way. All right, Texas Sports Life. This is a Twitter account, TX Sports Life. And they put, all, they put some interesting stuff out there, just thought-provoking things. Uh, a lot of college football stuff, a lot of different professional sports stuff as well, scenarios. But anyway, they had a chart here with how many are there? 16 different scenarios or things, yeah. series, and you'll get the idea. And he said, pick four. Which four do you want? I'll give you an example of some of them, listeners, and I know it's hard to follow along with some of this stuff, but for instance, they said Cowboys, Texans, Super Bowl, NHL to Houston, uh, renovation of the Astrodome, that was one of them, Texas Independence, not a sports thing, but Texas Independence, <laughs> Uh, Astros, Rangers, ALCS. All right, so pick four of those you might want. What what other ones? Oh, UH to the Big 12. Return of the Southwest Conference. Interesting. And there are a couple of very esoteric ones like NCAA ice hockey to Texas universities. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to make anybody's four, but it, it might. Uh, what else? NCAA baseball men's soccer. Baseball to UTEP. Baseball to UTEP. Baseball yeah, to North Texas. Baseball to SMU. Yeah, I know, really. They just filled in the gaps here. They could have been a little bit more creative with those because those are easy to eliminate, Johnny. I think you'll agree with that. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, for for this conversation, look, I don't want to ever poo-poo uh, sports, collegiate sports, you know, baseball, and I know you're not either. But th- you're you're right. Those are very uh, – that, that's kind of a niche crowd, if you will, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. for SMU, UTEP, and North Texas as far as baseball goes. I hope they end up getting baseball – um, but I had my eyes on on uh, at least at least four of these Texas Independence, eh, whatever renovation of the Astrodome. I, that that one can just go in a corner and die. Um, yep. If you want the want the God's honest truth, I I, I couldn't forget it. It's forget irresponsible it. to put it there. Like if you want to say, uh, you know, somebody's going to play there, you're going to do something with it, fine. But just pure renovation for what? To do what? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to put the seats back in? Okay, anyway, because uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that place has been torn apart. Okay, uh, also restore, return of the Lone Star Showdown, meaning Aggies, Longhorns on the gridiron, they return. All right, uh, let's draft here. You go first. Pick one. Now now you're talking. I, right off the bat, as soon as I saw which four you take, and the first thing I did look for was Texas, Texas A&M, and then I saw – Cowboys v. Texans Super Bowl. Now, that will be two weeks of the most outstanding and exciting hell we've ever been through, if that makes sense. It would be Because it'll be, oh, my God, we're going to the Super Bowl, but we've got to play those guys. Uh, It would be, oh. You couldn't even put that. I don't know. I would not. I, I would be floating. For two weeks, <laughs> you'd have to tether yeah. me to the ground. It would be so awesome, Cowboys Texans Super Bowl. Could you imagine the trash talk? Families divided because oh. I always say this: they live among us. The yes. Cowboys fans who are in Houston who root for the Texans, except when they play the Cowboys, they do exist. There are plenty of them. You probably live near them, although you haven't seen them lately because everybody's sheltering in place. But they're out there, folks. And this would make life very interesting for them. By the way, we have the return of the dog. We haven't heard the dog in a while. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting a whole heck of a lot of help by people in the house realizing that <laughs> I am on the air, and, and the dog's that the dog's just going to work. And it's the little one this time. I don't know. You, you know what it was? My wife is coming back from a walk, and so uh, my wife was was walking around the house, and that just just set him set off her. and didn't oh, yeah, yeah. didn't calm him Mommy's down, home. but. Yeah, exactly. All right, so, so that, that's number. I, I'm one. going Cowboys and Texans mm-hmm. Super Bowl. That would be that would be the one. It does put the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, but it does put us in the Super Bowl. So I'm going with. Gotta it. have it. Gotta have it. The other. Mm-hmm. All right. So some other ones here to choose from, and I'll go next. Cowboys Texans annual matchup. 
return of the Aggie Longhorn football game. Uh, annual UH versus right. Why, what is annual UH versus right? Oh, because they don't play every year anymore. Uh, ALCS, Rangers, Astros, return of the Southwest Conference. All right, I'll pick here, and I'll say, I mean, I, I got to go Texans and Cowboys every year. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm keeping it to the pro game here. And this is something I think sh- it should happen in the NFL. We've talked about it. Uh, you're going to go to 17 games eventually. Make this happen. Now, we've mentioned it. If you go to one more game and have a designated rival in the opposite conference, yes. there is no way that it's going to be equitable. You cannot have it totally equitable because there's a natural rivalry here with the Texans and the Cowboys. That's easy. The Jets and the Giants, that's easy. However, then Buffalo says, who's our rival? We want to play the Giants. We're in New York right. State. We're the only New York team that plays in New York, the Bills always like to say, because it's true. Uh, (laughs) Giants and Jets play in New Jersey. But they want to play the Giants. They would love to. Who are the Patriots going to play? They want to play the Giants also. You have three teams who want to play the Giants. So, you know, we could set it up, and I know you've done it. And I've I've brought up the idea of having two designated rivals. That way you can really make it fair for everybody. But I still say that the Texans and the Cowboys make it happen. Make all these regional things happen that don't really happen more than every four years. The Ravens and the Redskins should be playing every year. Their fans would fill each other's buildings. Yeah, you don't want the opposing fans in your building, but it does drive up the attendance, and it does help in interest. I I just think sports should be more regional. I know we've gotten away from that, especially in the college game. It should be more regional than ever right now. People should be able to go to the games. Attendance is down. You want to make people go to the games. I'm talking about college football. The NFL slightly maybe in some markets, not here. All right, go on. So we probably should have put those up on the shelf and just said we were going to pick those one, one, two, regardless. Of the rest of these, there's one that clearly stands out. And I, to this, going back to our, our college yep. discussion. I cannot for the life of me imagine why Texas and Texas A&M. Well, no, I, I do know why I do yeah. know why, but I hate the fact that those teams do not play one another in college football. I, it's just, it's a shame. It's an yep. absolute sh- crying shame that Texas and Texas A&M do not play one another uh, on the gridiron. Point blank, end of story. And I know there are a lot of people out there that agree. There are a lot of people that are sitting out there that know it's a it's a political situation or whatever. You know, drop the. We're not at a point. We drop the politics, and we play football. That's what we need to be doing. So I'm saying Texas and Texas A&M is number three on the list. Behind those two, it's number three on the list. And I don't know, Mark, if you're going to be able to find another one. Uh, that will top that. I think those, to me, are the top three with a bullet. There's nothing beyond that. Uh, I like the return of the Southwest Conference next. I do. Because, like I just said, sports should be regional. Mm -hmm. All right? And, look, the Aggies went to the SEC. Good for them. Just going back to your, uh, your, your selection here. Good for them. I never had a problem with that, really. However, I did have a problem with them not playing the University of Texas. And, and while we're at it, wasn't it nice when they were playing Baylor every year and Tech every year? I mean, it's nice. And look, mm-hmm. while we're and also while we're at it, why is it UH with them? All right, I know for a long time the stadium wasn't up to snuff. The program wasn't up to snuff. I believe the program can get back to that level, and I know they were for a number of years, but and last year was a down year and maybe year before that. But the point is this. It would be great to see them along for the ride as well. I'd love to see the Southwest Conference back. That would be – is that my fourth on this list? I think so. That is my fourth on this list of wish list items of Texas sports. Pick another, Johnny. I mean, we're, let's, I know we're getting deeper on the depth chart here. What about NHL to Houston? That's- well, that was the one I was just going to say because I I am, I would say, a closet NHL fan. I love to watch live. If, if you've ever seen live hockey, you know, holy cow, NHL would be awesome. Now, I know people say, well, how do you figure that out with with uh, the Rockets and playing Twitter? Listen, the, the, they figured it out Rockets in Boston – They've yep. figured it out in a lot of other places. They will figure it out. 
that would be the that would be the next on my list because uh, the Astros and Rangers ALCS that's nah, not a contest. So NHL to Houston, I think would I think that would be very very interesting. So I'm going NHL to Houston. It, those people that have seen an NHL hockey game live are in their car going yes this because it is exciting as all get out to watch these guys on little you know whatever it is quarter inch blades or eight inch eighth of an inch blade flying up and down uh the ice hitting each other staying upright and then when you see somebody that can handle the puck the way some of these guys can it's it's mind blowing. I mean, it's mind blowing. It's a great sport live. It's, it's a great so good live. live. Yes, it's one of those absolutely. sports that really television does not do it justice. And when the arrows were here, I enjoyed watching them. And look, I went to school in a college town. My school was a college hockey power, Boston University. So you know, I know all about it. And I I've done a few hockey games on the air, not not many. And I really love and respect the hockey announcers. I I would say wish list would be for the NHL to work in Houston because I have serious doubts of it coming here and working long-term unless the team was a juggernaut. I think that when you're talking about professional sports being successful in a market, you have to be successful when the team isn't that good. If the team's just sort of average, can they hold it together attendance-wise? Can they remain fiscally sound? Because I don't know, man. The Rockets are really good. They're really good. And I've seen dollar hot dog, hot dog night during the playoffs. I mean, I've seen it. And the Rockets are an excellent organization and a really successful team. And I've seen stuff like that. How is hockey going to work over the long haul, even if they're good? I have doubts about it. And, I mean, I'd love to see it, but I would love to see it work. You know, I can't have it not successful because then they'll ultimately go anyway. Look, the arrows left. You couldn't make the arrows work here. Well, I know they left and then they came back and then they left again. So, and I know there are other reasons for that as well. But the you know that was a minor league team, if you will. But mm-hmm. it's a pretty good product. It's a yeah. pretty good product. The arrows. I enjoyed yeah, I th- that. I thought for sure it would it would stick around. But you're right. I think it does have to have a a pretty large and. And this happened out in Las Vegas. I was curious as to how it was going to be to have an NHL team or just a, just a professional team out in Las Vegas. And then the very first year, the Knights end up going to the Stanley Cup. Well, of course, it just caught like wildfire. Everybody's got to have tickets. They're going to every – I mean, every game is just a show because, first of all, it's in Las Vegas. But now they're in the Stanley Cup finals. So, obviously, they've got to live up to that every single year. But, man, you talk about – establishing a fan base right away and just boom, here it is. Here you go. Uh, I would, man, I'd like to see, I would just, I would like to take that success, put it in Houston and see what would happen. See if you could stick around, but I'm with you. I think if it were not successful right away, because it's not a, a natural, you you don't have high school kids playing a ton of hockey into Tyler Marcotte's ready to strangle me um, because you do have leagues throughout, but it's not like high school football, high school baseball, high school basketball, that kind of thing. There are leagues out there where where kids are playing, but not at that level, Um, you know, but maybe it kicks up the interest a little bit more if you ended up having NHL in Houston. So I'm all for it. We got a kid who lives across the street. I'm looking at his house right now. He's a hockey player. They're from the north. They moved down here. Oil and gas job for the dad. They've mm-hmm. been here a couple of years. This kid is a stud. He's going to be a freshman in high school. He's one of the top. Like he's he's one of the top of his age group in the nation. Already getting letters from Harvard and Boston oh, wow. University and schools like that. I mean, it's wow. a it's a big deal. They're, and he said, "Oh yeah, there are teams here, but he actually has to go play on a traveling team in Dallas to get to his level. In Houston, <laughs> it's not quite there apparently uh, at that level." All right, we got one more segment: AFC South position groups on defense. Let's evaluate. We did the offense last night, defense tonight. How do the Texans stack up? In our opinion. We'll get you that served up next here on Texans Radio. This is Whitney Merciless, and you're listening to Texans Radio. Don't touch that dial or else. With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board-certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual urgent care visits are available 24-7, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. 
Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us. To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. It's a trillion-dollar economy, and you're right in the heart of it. It's an incubator of innovation with industries reaching from underground to outer space. It's Houston, and it's fueled by GE. Over 5,000 Houston companies work with GE and leverage knowledge across the company. Engineers, lean manufacturing experts, logistic managers, and more. GE is a leader in dozens of industries around the globe. So whatever your company needs, chances are we have someone with the right expertise, and we're happy to share. GE, imagination at work. Rooting for the family team has become quite the tradition at Amogee Bank. It's something we grew up doing, and it's something that defines who we are. We're also big fans of rooting for family businesses, because in all of our years of banking, we found that when we treat every business like family, they tend to prosper. So if you're a family business and you need a bank, come see us today. Amogee Bank. Here you grow. Amogee Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation and a member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. For a winning feeling, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse in the Galleria. Indulge in prime steak and seafood, world-class wines, and exceptional hospitality. Looking for the ultimate game day experience? Host clients, alumni, and friends in Del Frisco's private Texans room. Watch your favorite team on a 60-inch television while surrounded by Texans memorabilia and seating for up to 14 guests. From extra fine touches to big screen touchdowns, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. Located at 5061 Westheimer in the Galleria. Will the LSU Tigers be just as dominant in 2020? Can they replace key players lost to the NFL draft and field another undefeated national championship caliber squad? Only one way to find out. Witness the 2020 LSU Tigers right here in Houston as they head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to take on the hometown Rice Owls. Head to RiceLSU2020.com to join the waitlist and be notified as soon as tickets go on sale or to get info on how you can experience Rice versus LSU from a luxury suite this fall. Due to recent world events, Hyundai Assurance is back. If you buy or lease a new Hyundai by April 30th and lose your job this year due to COVID-19, we'll cover your payments for up to six months. And for current owners financing through Hyundai Motor Finance, we have a program to protect you too. To our Hyundai family, we've got your back. To learn more, go to HyundaiUSA.com. Hyundai Assurance. Offer requires financing through Hyundai Motor Finance. Restrictions apply and proof of job loss required. See dealer for details. Offer ends April 30th, 2020. Houston Texans Lux members report up to 12 times ROI on their Lux investment. That's why 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have joined Texans Lux. Lux is not just networking and access to the team. It's an asset that will work for you. In a competitive business environment, Lux members earn a return by utilizing the wide variety of Lux benefits. Find out how you can use Texans Lux to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. The Houston Texans, Toro and NOV, have partnered with the Sam Houston Area Council of Boy Scouts of America to present Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying. Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying, presented by NOV, is an educational assembly about preventing bullying. This year, the Texans and NOV have created an anti-bullying patch for students in the Scout Reach program. Scouts who complete Toro's anti-bullying quiz on HoustonTexans.com will receive the patch. The Texans, NOV, and the Boy Scouts are proud to help stop bullying across Houston. Hopkins is out. Cooks is in. And with seven draft picks remaining in the Texans' arsenal, another move could happen at any time. I would not be surprised if O'Brien makes another trade. And if they do, you'll hear about it here first. I don't think he's going to stand pat. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. Don't miss a moment of your Houston Texans 365 days a year. Texans mobile app. Do it. The app, brand new. We've, you know, it's really, we've had an app, and we have a new app provider now, and it 
Some of it looks similar, but if you go to the app, it's a little bit different. Go to your app store, get it updated. If it doesn't update automatically, just trust me on this. It's so much easier and better to use right now. All right, John Harris with us, of course, and we are live here. Keeping your company, it is coronavirus sheltering in place day 427, and we're all in it together. All right, so, Johnny, we said we'd go over position groups on defense in the AFC South. We did offense last night to review we thought the Texans did very well in every category, first or second, first in quarterbacking, offensive line, maybe no worse than second, no worse than a tie for second, of course. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver, number one, really. I think mm-hmm. we both agreed on that, right? Yep, absolutely. So after, all, after everything that's happened, number one receiving group in the division. Okay, good. Uh, yep. Tight ends, and where were we on tight ends? About even? Yeah, I think, you know, look, with Tennessee, with John o. Smith, Anthony Ferkser, you could That's maybe make a case. Yeah. You know, Tyler Eifert's got to prove that he can stay healthy if, before you even say anything about yeah. Jackson. I mean, no one would give it to them based so, on that. Yeah. Wearing, though, uh, interesting for the Texans, could turn out to be a big wild card provider yes. uh, of, of some oomph in the tight end position. And, and yes. I think, you know, clearly they've had good production the last couple of years when you really weren't thinking – it was going to happen necessarily with Thomas in 2018 with the four TD catches and Aikens doing what he did and having that sensational catch off the Watson scramble in Philly. And then last year with Fell setting the record. Uh, running backs, we thought that maybe, well, Derrick Henry is just an elite guy unto yeah. himself and probably carries the Titans ahead of the class. But, but as a group, the Colts do look good. Texans with health are right there. Uh, yep. So, you know, good enough as of, being on paper in April, and with Watson pulling the trigger, boy, the offense looks good. All right, let's go to the defense here now. Defensive line. And should we go front seven? Let's just go D-line. Three, four. Yeah, let's just go D-line. All right. So, guy named J.J. Watt coming back. Mm -hmm. Still pretty good. Yep, got it. Good. Charles Amenahu, year two. D.J. Dunny, okay, Uh, re-signed. Very nice. Whitney Merciless uh, signed the extension last year. Well, are you considering him a defensive? I'm, I'm going with the three-man front here. Oh, okay. You're just talking about the interior. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about um, the interior here. Okay. Jernigan. Yeah, Jernigan. you got to throw him in the mix. Uh-huh. Um, Joe, for the Texans, Colts, you now have to throw DeForest Buckner in the mix, which. Oh, I hate doing that. Yeah, I know. Okay, so you tell me, with Buckner, with uh, Grover Stewart, Ooh, Justin Houston, they run a 4-3. Kamoka Toure, they, got, they look pretty good. They look. Pro- I mean, Buckner, what Buckner does for that group. Now, people can say all they want about, oh, the Colts shouldn't have given up a number one pick and they're paying him so much money. All right, whatever. The thing is, you got to deal with Buckner. <laughs> he's going to play, and he's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say I don't care what they paid for him because that's their business, but they got him, and he's good, and you got to deal with him. That D-line you, is as good as it's been maybe ever since they had, you know, the edge-rushing prowess of Mathis and Freeney to go along I with know, the, whatever else they brought up front. I know this. Jan's going to get sacked somewhere else in Jacksonville, and there's no Clayus Campbell. Jacksonville, they weren't scary last year, and now they're less scary. So they're definitely number four. Okay. Tennessee does not have Jarrell Casey. However, to me, the best interior lineman in this division, depending on how you classify J.J., is Jeffrey Simmons with the Tennessee Titans. Wow. Now, there's no Casey, so it's, it's Jeffrey Simmons and Daquan Jones, and they did some damage on the inside, but there's not much depth there uh, behind it, if you ask me. Um, so I, the, the Colts, to me, up front, is ex, this is exactly what Ballard's wanted. He wants athletes. He wants complete dudes. He wants freaky elite traits. And he's got that with DeForest Buckner, Grover Stewart, you mentioned. Um, you know, Justin Houston on the edge, Ben Banigou on the edge, going into his second year. Toure is going to be coming off an injury. To me, just from a, a front perspective, I think it's probably the Colts. Okay. And the Titans with, uh, you mentioned Simmons, Daquan Jones. They got Jack Crawford from Atlanta. Yeah, he's a guy. He's yeah. Jack. He's just a guy. 
just he's a just guy. a guy. And I, okay. I know there are probably people looking at the Texans and go, ah, you know, Donnie's just a guy and Omenahu's just a guy. But I'll bet on the upside of Omenahu, and we know that Donnie is obviously more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that. Um, and, of course, there's J.J. And if J.J. stays healthy, then obviously you've got to put the Texans in that, in that mix. But I, st- I still think everybody in division – is looking up at the Colts from a front perspective. Now, it's not it's not like, you know, they're up in the stars and we're down here on earth. I mean, I think mm-hmm. it's a lot closer, especially because J.J. Watt's coming back, obviously, for the Texans and hopefully coming back healthy for a full 16 games. Trust me, everybody in the division knows how impactful he still is, no matter whether he's, you know, 25, 35, 45, no matter how old he is, they know how impactful he is. All right, look at the linebackers now, and then we'll talk about the the whole front seven as a group. But just the linebackers here with the Colts, with Darius Leonard, Anthony Walker, Bobby Okariki, mm-hmm. and Leonard last year versus the rookie year. What your expectations are for him moving forward? Yeah, I think Leonard Leonard was a little banged up. I want to say he had he had a concussion had concussion issues, so he missed a few games this year. Um, but saying this as just a football observer, I like the combination of Leonard and Walker. They play very, very well together. Um, they're a little bit different from BMAC and Zach because with BMAC, you've got a guy that's 250-plus pounds, and then you have Zach. Who, you know, it's very clear who's the thumper, who's the run-and-hit guy. For Indianapolis, I mean, these guys are kind of built not the same way, but they're light, but they can run. And they could cover, and they could do everything you want uh, those linebackers to do. I love Miles Jack, but there nobody else has really emerged next to him in Jacksonville. In Tennessee's backers, Rashawn Evans had a much better year, and Jayon Brown is he's tiny. Um, but we ran the football right at those jokers when we played them up in Nashville. So I would put them clearly, clearly third. I I'm biased because I think Zach's the best linebacker in the division. I think he's better than Darius Leonard. That's just me. Um, but I think it's really, really close um, if, you, if you put it that way. But I think our two linebackers, I'll put them up against anybody. But I, you can flip a coin, Colts or Texans, and it can come up either way, and I think you've got the best linebackers in the division. All right, so let's go front seven then and just uh, make it a collective thing because, you know, in Jacksonville, Josh Allen, promising pass rusher, Yannick yep. Gakwe, you know, what they can bring at the quarterback – and then you look at Tennessee. I mean, you mentioned Simmons. He can rush the passer. Um, Indianapolis, you know, they do run that 4-3, and I know they mix it up a little bit, but mm-hmm. they can be kind of dangerous. The Texans still have Watt. They got Whitney coming off the edge. They got Scarlett. Let's hope Edgefor can do something. You know, we know more about the Texans than these other teams. Sure. Um, you mentioned Amena, who is a pass rusher. But, you know, it seems to be that uh, when you look at front seven versus front seven, uh, there's there's a lot of debating going on as to you know coming up with a proper pecking order here. Yeah, I I think overall front seven to me, you probably I think you would probably say of you know think about pieces you want in a front seven. I think the Colts probably have every one of those pieces because they'll be able to get pass rush pressure inside from Buckner. They still have got guys on the outside in Houston and Banigou and Toure coming off the injury. Then they've got two linebackers that can just run and hit everything. And, oh, by the way, they can run and cover as well. They're very, very good in coverage. I think the most complete unit is probably the Colts. Now, they don't have a first-rounder, so they're not going to be able to up that. Jacksonville is going to be interesting because they got picked number nine. They got picked number 20. And Bucky Brooks had a mock draft today that had Tua Tonga-Vailoa falling them at number nine. Well, they, they've got to take him. If, if they don't, they're, they're dumb. But – I think two is going to be gone. I think there's a good chance that Jacksonville adds a Derek Brown or a Javon Kinlaw to Josh Allen. I don't think Ngakwe's coming back. I don't know how they figured that out, but Ngakwe's not going to come back. And I would think maybe a deal around the draft will, will be there. Um, but they've got I Josh so. Allen. And, and now you're going to have Derek Brown or Javon Kinlaw in there. They just don't have depth. Taven Bryan's done nothing. So they just need depth. They'll have a couple of studs. Um, from the SEC with Josh Allen and Brown or Kinlaw if, that, if it comes down like that. But I just think the Colts are probably the most complete group. But it's not as if the Texans aren't, aren't inching closer. Tennessee's kind of sneaky. I think their, their starters are good. But I don't think they have any depth. If, if Harold Landry goes down, I don't look at him and go, oh, Vic Beasley's going to pick up the slack. I, I, don't, I don't see that. Yeah, I know. I mean, You're not I don't see that at all. Fan. 
All right, we uh, can't get to the secondary. We ran out of time, so maybe tomorrow. I know we'll have a draft tomorrow. Let's do that. Let's have some fun. Then John McClain on Thursday. Draft coming up a week from Thursday. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you, Bridget, for producing. Have a great evening. Stay safe, stay healthy, and go Texans. Don't miss a single thing on your favorite team. Follow us on Twitter at Houston Texans. This is Texans Radio. Teachers, are you looking for a resource to help your students blitz through the math section of the STAR test? Join Toro, the Houston Texans, and ConocoPhillips as they help third and fourth grade students tackle math together with Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a video series that will challenge your students on math topics like fractions, multiplications, division, and place value, all the while having some fun in the classroom. Sign your classroom up today for free at HoustonTexans.com and run your students through Toro's Math Drills. Presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! As the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans, Houston Eye Associates knows that vision is everything, especially in football. Houston Eye is here to help Texans see better and keep their eyes on the prize. Houston Eye Associates has 28 Houston area locations with specialists in LASIK, cataracts, glaucoma, retina, cornea, oculoplastics, pediatrics, uveitis, and more. Come and see us today. Houston Eye Associates, the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans. The pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday morning. Wait, no, that's bacon, and it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. Already counting down the days until your next college football Saturday? Start planning your tailgate and prepping your face paint because the season starts right here in Houston with the Texas kickoff. Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels are set to take on Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears at NRG Stadium Saturday, September 5th. Experience the season debut for both of these new head coaches as they look to kick off 2020 with a bang. Start your fall off right. Head to TexasKickoff.com to join the wait list and be the first to know when tickets go on sale. Your hometown Whataburger drive-thru is open 24-7 as usual. But now, as we all adjust to this new normal, we've also kicked off curbside pickup for online orders from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. So instead of walking your order to your table, we'll walk it right out to your car. Just because we can't be close doesn't mean we can't be neighborly. Whataburger. Hey friends, this is Drew Doherty with the Houston Texans. Texas Children's Hospital is the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and the local sponsor of Play 60, the NFL initiative to get kids off the sidelines and into the action for 60 minutes of play a day. You can run, jump, swim, tumble, swing, or cheer. Have a blast. Just make sure you're active for at least 60 minutes a day to score the healthy future you deserve. To learn more, visit texaschildrens.org slash Texans. Hey, Texans fans, Drew Doherty here. Win with Texans checking by scoring exclusive tickets from First Community Credit Union. Just open a Texans checking account by December 31st, and you'll be entered to win season tickets for the 2020 season. That's two club-level tickets and parking pass for all home games, including the playoffs. Learn how to score big by visiting the playbook at FCCU.org forward slash season tickets. FCCU is the official credit union of the Houston Texans. Certain criteria apply. No purchase necessary to enter. See FCCU.org forward slash season tickets for the full details. FCCU is backed by the NCUA. Everyone is trying to do their part, especially now. And your Ford dealer is built to lend a hand. If your vehicle needs service, just call. Ford service centers are essential to your community and are still open. Find out about pickup and delivery options from participating Ford dealers. Plus, they've implemented enhanced cleaning measures for added peace of mind. After all, you have a lot to take care of. Let us do our part and help take care of you. Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. 
Red Diamond. We're perfect at tea. Papa John's Killen's Barbecued Pulled Pork Pizza. The best barbecue pizza you've ever had. Hey, Houston, this is Keith here from Papa John's. It's our new Killen's Barbecue Pulled Pork Pizza. That's right, Papa John's is teaming up with the world-famous chef Ronnie Killen and coming out with one of the best barbecue pizzas you've ever had. So give us a call or go online and get your mouth-watering Papa John's Pulled Pork Pizza today. And hurry while supplies last. Better ingredients, better pizza, and the best barbecue, Papa John's. Another hot day in Houston as this game gets underway. Here's the kickoff, caught by Dykin. They're really stepping it up for Houston, Jim. Like all that financial assistance they gave for Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. Yeah, Steve, they gained a lot of yardage on that one. Here's the snap. Oh, and look at that donation to Habitat for Humanity. Did you see all those AC units they provided for low-income housing? These guys would be on fire if they weren't so cool. Dykin is definitely Houston's biggest fan. They're taking this Houston team right into the comfort zone. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. On Texans Tuesdays throughout the season, Texans players spend their only day off in the community, meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for Houston. Last year, Texans players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education, character development, and health and fitness to empower the next generation of Texans. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com slash community.